What's going on, people? It's your boy Kelechi back with another episode of the Rambling Mind. How in each and every single one of you doing today? I hope y'all are doing good. I hope y'all are having a pretty good week and are preparing to be free for the weekend. I hope y'all are doing well. I hope every single one of you who is listening to the sound of my voice is doing well. Is doing well. I guess we'll start simply with the news. I mean. By now, everybody knows about it. Um, Kobe Bryant uh, died in a helicopter crash along with his daughter, three other families and their children. They were also on board that helicopter, the pilot as well. Um, They passed away in a helicopter crash on Sunday night. And yeah, it kind of rocked the world, the world as a whole. Um, When I actually... When I heard the news, I was actually ed- editing and making the podcast for for Tuesday. And my boy, my best friend, Nietzsche, sent me a text. It was like, Kobe is dead. And I was like, at first I was upset with him because I was like, you don't play about that. You're just You don't play about people dying. And I was like, why are you even sending me this? What kind of nonsense is that? No context, just straight up Kobe is dead. And I was like, what the, what is he talking about? I was like, you lying. And then I looked it up and I just started seeing news article after news article after news article talking about Kobe died in a in a helicopter crash. And um, and I was I was uh, when I heard the news, it kind of sunk. I was editing the podcast and I was just kind of like there was this feeling of like, man, this doesn't matter. Like, this doesn't even matter at all. And I was doing it. And then we talked about it. And then I found out that his daughter was also on the plane, on the helicopter. And that hit even more. And then I found out about the other families that were on the helicopter. And it was just kind of like, dang. And it just hit hard, you know? It just, like, my initial reaction was like, man, this really sucks. Like, it was just like, man, this sucks. And then um, somebody on Snapchat, one of my friends on Snapchat posted, what is the point of life? Like, this life is so pointless. And I was just like, it's true. Like, it literally, I was just like, I agree. Like, this life is pointless. And then my sister texted me. I texted my sister. I was like, oh, man, I love you guys. I texted my, my siblings. We all have a group chat. And I was like, I love you guys. And they were like, oh, I love you too. Because they didn't really know. They didn't know about it. And then I was, and my, my brother was like, man, y'all too sentimental. My brother comes into the group chat and goes, y'all too sentimental. Is it because of the Kobe thing? And I was like, yeah, my sister goes, who's Kobe? And so I went through two emotions immediately in that moment. I went through an emotion of like, man, life sucks. Life is useless. Life is pointless. And then immediately my sister made that comment. It put everything back in perspective. And it was just like, for this one man, like I was like, crap, life sucks and all this stuff. And that's not to say that Kobe didn't have an impact or anything like that, but it was just like, it recentered me, I guess is the way I would put it. Um, and I think for most people, the death of Kobe Bryant kind of like shook everybody up and like put, gave everybody a needed reminder of what is important, um, or what this life is. And I will go back to that one comment. It keeps ringing in my head. That one thing that my friend said, which was, what is the point of this life? And I was like, this life is pointless. And I'll say this to everybody who's hearing my voice right now. 
This life is truly pointless. We live and we die. But I'll say there are two things that came out of that. And there are three things that I'd like to share with you of what this life is about at the end of the day. I believe that this life is about three things. It's about us loving God, loving ourselves, and then loving people. I believe this life is for those three things alone. I mean, Solomon said that, what is it? He had it all. King Solomon, he was the greatest man in history. He had women, he had money, he had power, he had everything. And he said that this life was pointless. And he simply put it all simply like this. This life is for us to love God, love ourselves, and then love people. That's simply what this life is about. We live for but a moment, but a minuscule moment. What is 80 years if you live up to 80 years? Kobe died at 41. What is 20 years in the grand scheme of things is pointless. In the Because life keeps going on at the end of the day. So this life is pointless. But I believe that the purpose for each and every single one of us. If you're a Christian, cool. But if you're not, hey, I, I think you can find a whole lot more meaning in life. When you have something greater to live for. And I simply believe that life is simply for us to love God, love ourselves, and to love people. And the question most people might have is, or the question that should be asked is, how do I love people? Or how do I love God? Or how do I love, period? How do I love myself? And loving God is just putting him first. Putting him before everything else. Simply, simply that. Um, that's simply what that is to me is to love God is to put him before everything else. And out of that, you gain a, a passion to understand yourself and to accept who you are in the grand scheme of things. And out of you loving yourself, you're able to love others. And then the question is, how do I love others? And it's simply, I think the Bible puts it best when it simply says that loving others is simply celebrating with them when they celebrate and grieving with them when they grieve. And my best friend called me out because I went through an extreme when I switched from having that distraught and being distraught about Kobe dying to switching to having the perspective of like, man, this is life. And then I switched to an extreme end of like, man, what does it matter that Kobe died anyway? And my best friend called me out and was like, now that's not good. That's not, that's not how you, and he was like, that's not how you empathize with people. Yes, Kobe is a man, but it's at the same time, people are grieving about it and it's important to people. And simply, I was not showing love to people. And simply what it is, you love people by celebrating with them when they celebrate. Like when something good happens to them, you celebrate that event with them. And then you grieve with them when something sorrowful happens. Whether you find it important, or in this case, whether I found it important or not, people were grieving about the death of Kobe. And that's literally how you love people. Um, but yeah, I think once we understand those three things, loving God, loving ourselves, and loving people, I think life is a whole lot sweeter. Uh, the small things in life get gain a whole lot more meaning and we're able to enjoy things a whole lot more um yeah that's that's my diatribe for the whole thing and i'm just praying for all the families that were affected with this helicopter crash but even more than that 
praying for all the families affected by different things. I mean, in Australia, there's the wildfires that are still going on. We just had earthquakes in uh, Jamaica, in in the Caribbean, there was just an earthquake. And in China, there are 80 people just died from the what's it, coronavirus. Or more than 80 people have died from the coronavirus. And um, so, I mean, yeah, life sucks. But it's uh, just, you know, simply putting it in perspective. And I believe that our only purpose here on life it's not to try and gain the most amount of money. It's not to gain the most followers or anything like that. At the end of the day, no man on his deathbed was like, oh, man, I wish I had done gained more money or had more money. It would come down to I wish I had spent more time with those I loved. And simply put, loving God, loving ourselves and loving people. Celebrate with those who are celebrating and grieve with those who are grieving. That's it. That's it. That's that's all that it is to to live. That's all that it is to live. Um, but yeah, let me get off that diatribe and that whole sad tune of that. But I just wanted to share that with everybody because thank God for good people that are around me. Thank God for my best friend who called me out to make me realize that the way I was processing it was not right um it's good to have good people in your life it's good to have people who are willing to uh call you out on your bs who are willing to make you realize the stupidity in what you're saying and make you realize to a degree how i was being self-righteous um and so it's good to have good people it's really good to have good people around you so shout out to him for sharing that with me and there's a song that i want everybody to go check out is by one of my favorite artists. His name is Belief. And he dropped a song. He dropped it a while back. Uh, it's called Love Thy Neighbor. And it's just it's just such a dope tune. Like, I think everybody can rock to it. I'm playing a little bit of it in the background. And it's just, I'm just going to let this ride for a little bit. And then I'll come back and we'll start getting into the topic for the day. I learned how to What you want, I'm investing in anything that can get me to the paper. You stay salty, I'm a user for the flavor. Abracadabra, I do magic like the Laker. Dang, they creeping in the dark and it ain't laser. Tag, you probably even wouldn't help a stranger. Like there's no benefit to learning other language. It's obvious everybody needs a savior. It's obvious don't nobody know their neighbor. It's obvious people on their best behavior. Until it's time to do your enemy your favor. It might be worth it to first just to send a prayer. And I ain't perfect, I ain't doing nothing either. Except to my kids, and that's something major. Unless I never teach them how to love the neighbor. Hello, neighbor, how are you? Really wanna shower you. Yeah, like that song is just it's just fire. But uh go check it out. Check it out. If you're listening to this podcast, stop it for a second, go listen to it, and then come back to the podcast. If you're driving, don't do any of that. Keep your eyes on the road. 
But if you're listening to this podcast and you're able to do that, stop listening. Go check out the song. The song is fire. And yeah. But anyway, let's get right into the business topic of the day because this is the Rambling Mind podcast. And we got to touch on some business topic because that's what we do on here. Anyway, let's start this thing up. So the first thing that for most people probably care about the most is if you have a credit card, if you've ever borrowed any kind of money, you got student loans, you bought a car on lease, or you have a house, or anything, anything where you have loans of any kind, you want to hear about this because guess what? The FICO credit score system was just changed. We've been talking about debt. And I think this fits very much into the system of debt that we've been talking about that I say, try to avoid debt. If you can't avoid debt, don't go into debt. Don't do it. Don't do it. That just keeps you in bondage. But that's just me talking. Everybody has a different thing. But anyway, as we all know, in the U.S., the U.S. is predicated on a system of debt. The more debt you have, technically, the better you're viewed by lenders and borrowers and the better you're viewed by the financial system as a whole and from that we have the FICO's credit score system which scores you based on how you pay your debt how much debt you've had all that good stuff even though if you've never had debt you always paid your bill on time all that kind of stuff because you manage your money properly you're looked down upon because you didn't take debt which I don't I don't I don't know how that works but that's just how the FICO credit system works However, on Thursday, last week Thursday, and basically they came out and said, hey, we're adjusting the way we view people. We're adjusting the way we hand, the way we evaluate debt and the way we evaluate and give people credit, credit, credit score. My goodness, I can't talk right now. They were going to, the way they were going to do this was basically they're going to change the way they determine your credit worthiness. So the changes are if you're on the higher end of the FICO score, meaning your score is above 680 you and you pay your bills on, on time, you probably see your score go higher. So for a lot of y'all, I think for a lot of y'all, I hope for a lot of y'all that this is good news because you've been paying your bill on time. You've been doing what you needed to do. You've paid off. You're trying to pay off your debt, all that good stuff. Your credit score system, your credit score should go up. However, it's bad news on the other side. If you don't pay your bills on time and you are just not the type of person to go on there and do what you need to do, well, you're going to see more of a negative hit on your credit score. So expect your credit score, credit score, my gosh, your credit score to change in the next few weeks and in the months moving ahead. They said that it wouldn't affect most people, but for some people, they're on that threshold of having good credit. And so this can knock them down to having bad credit after they've worked so hard to have good credit. Now, the reason why this is important is because recently after the Equifax issue that happened, I think it was four or so years ago where a data leak was released and like a bunch of people's credit credit reports and credit scores and all those numbers were released and their credit scores got hampered and got messed up. Information, people's identities were stolen. After that happened, all these different credit scoring agencies came together to try and help people boost their credit score. I don't know if anybody has heard of that uh, Experian Boost where it helps your credit score go up. Well, basically that came out because of that data leak to help people boost their credit scores back up from the um, identity theft thing that happened with Equifax. But however, they're starting to change their tune. They're saying that the consumer debt is at an all-time high. We like to swipe our credit card. It's free money. 
to some of us who think that way anyway it's free money so why not swipe this credit card we take on loans for cars we take on loans for all this kind of loans so consumer debt is starting to hit that tipping point where the businesses these different loaning agencies are like yo we don't want to have the same situation that happened in 2008 if you remember what happened in 2008 the housing market crashed why did the housing market crash because loaners loaners were just giving out money to people who whether you deserved it whether you didn't deserve it whether you showed financial record of being able to pay off your debt and all that kind of stuff it didn't matter you had a horrible credit score you were gonna get a loan and so that caused the market to crash and they're trying to watch out for that again right now everything is looking on the up and up and so they're like yo we don't want to mess this system up for ourselves again we kind of want to get the money back that we're loaning out yes we want to make some extra on top of it but even more than that we want to get the money back that we give out so they're trying to challenge the system a little bit trying to not take as much risk with who they determine to be good creditors versus bad credit not creditors but rather debtors so they're trying to determine how exactly they can play both sides of the friends, give money away, but at the same time not hamper themselves by not being able to collect the money that they are lending to people. But like I say, if you don't have to go into debt, don't go into debt. Now the system is rigged against you if you do not go into some kind of debt, if you don't take on some kind of debt in some way, fit, shame or fa fashion. The system in the United States is just not in your favor for the most part. But I would still advise that if you can't do everything in your power to get out of debt and to stay out of debt, there's really not a lot of benefit to going into debt. Every time you talk to any or you listen to any of these millionaires and billionaires, every single one of them are like, I hate debt. Like they always repeatedly say it. They hate debt. They hate debt. Because one of the reasons is the servicing cost that goes with debt. You spend a thousand dollars and you have to pay over two hundred dollars to go along with that. It's not worth it. But anyway, let me not start my whole debt diatribe on this podcast. That's not what this is about. Moving on from there, like I said earlier in the podcast, the coronavirus is spreading like crazy. It's spreading a whole lot faster than it was estimated by the Chinese health officials and also by the World Health Organization. It's spreading more than they thought. As of this point, over 4,500 people have been infected by the virus. Also, about 105 people have died from the virus. So this is something that is spreading exponentially. However, just to put this in some kind of perspective to help you understand the, the virus and kind of help you stay grounded a little bit, every year in the United States, about 35,000 people die from the flu. Already this year alone, 15 million people have gotten the flu and about 8,200 people have died from the flu. Yes, we are in peak flu season, which is why people always say, go get that flu shot so nothing happens to you. This is all estimated by the CDC, by the way. They're trying to help people kind of put into perspective that yes, the coronavirus is a big deal, but when you compare it to what already happens year over year, especially here in the United States, it helps you kind of put it in more, it kind of frames it a little bit more and a little bit better for you. However, in China, they are trying to quarantine the virus. So about 50 million people have, have been quarantined in major cities in China. And if you look at it in China right now, it's supposed to be the Lunar New Year. It's supposed to be a huge celebration. A lot of people were supposed to be traveling to China. A lot of people were supposed to be buying a bunch of stuff. It was supposed to be celebrations everywhere. That's not happening because of this virus and because the Chinese 
officials are trying to contain it trying to not allow it to spread it's already spread a little bit it's already been in, there's already five cases that have been found in the united states there's already been cases found in other areas that have major chinese tourism japan thailand south korea vietnam all those countries i've already seen some other cases i believe there was a case found in france and so it's already spreading out of the, the mainland of china so people are trying to quarantine it as a matter of fact the uk sent a plane to take out all its citizens from china to try and contain the issue so that nobody spreads it any more than it's already been spread a lot of countries are doing that a lot of countries are sending planes to take their citizens out of the country to just kind of help citizens get out of the country while the situation is still kind of contained but a key issue because this is a business podcast and we can't just look at a disaster or a issue and not look at how it affects the business world the key issue with this thing as it pertains to the business world is one the stock market was getting hammered at the end of last week and at the beginning of this week as more news about the coronavirus kept on coming out the stock market was just dropping and dropping and dropping luckily today the stock market shot back up to kind of hit level level ground with good reports of earnings which we'll touch touch on later on from a lot of these big corporations but however it has devastated a few industry the tourism industry has been completely like destroyed because like i said this is supposed to be lunar new year where people are supposed to be celebrating partying doing a lot of traveling going to see other places people from other places traveling in but this coronavirus has cost the local tourism in china over 74 billion dollars also it has cost retail and catering over 148 billion dollars it is estimated that the coronavirus if not contained by march will cost the chinese gdp to shrink six percent and if you remember earlier in the year we talked about how the chinese gdp was already shrinking a little bit how it was shrinking about three percent because of the trade war and now to put this on top of it it's another issue that they have to deal with so there's not as much growth this year and it's going to affect a whole lot of other businesses as well not just the ones that i mentioned but it's going to affect businesses that have major plants in china think iphone who produces all its iphones i meant think apple who produces all its iPhones in China. It has a little bit of production in uh, India, but however, most of its production is in China. So they are kind of kind of bracing for impact a little bit to see how it's going to affect them. And other corporations, basically every electronic for the most part that we use is basically assembled in China for the most part. So a lot of the products we use is assembled and put together in China because they just have the manpower to do it. And so we're going to see some of these co companies bracing for impact. Now, moving on from there. But yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's basically the, mo the news for this week. There were a lot of other stuff that happened. The earnings report large all the largest companies all the big companies the fang companies meaning facebook apple amazon microsoft and google are announcing their uh earnings this week apple announced theirs on tuesday and theirs was really good like apple is making so much money off of wearables that its wearables business on its own could be a fortune 500 company meaning fortune 500 companies are companies that make more than a billion dollars in profit the apple wearables business made over 10 billion dollars last quarter alone the last quarter in 2019 in that quarter alone 
they made over 20 billion dollars apple as a whole over 10 billion dollars my bad apple as a whole has doubled in size in its market share in its market capacity it has doubled times two times two in other words it was worth it was worth about 700 million this time last year and then this year it's worth over 1.3 trillion dollars it has doubled in size like that's how good apple's last quarter was that's how good last year was apple again i regret selling my stock in apple why did i do that i don't know i looked at microsoft and i was like yo microsoft is doing good i'm buying microsoft which microsoft is doing good but apple is just killing the game right now even their services platform their credit card platform is doing unbelievably well their news platform is doing very very well and they've tossed in their iCloud services doing well and of course Apple TV is doing okay and so they added over 400 million new subscribers we're just hyping up hyping up uh, Disney Plus about adding a hundred million new subscribers Apple is over here just like ha 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 here just look at this 400 mil now of course we don't know how many of that 400 mil is dedicated to Apple TV Plus or to the credit card platform or to any of the services they provide because that's what Apple does Apple doesn't release specific detailed numbers in their earnings report because they're Apple and they can do whatever they want but however i just find it so interesting that they're doing so well and they if you remember we were talking about it last year how apple had had to change and move away from just being a hardware company to being a software company because that's where the money was however the iphone business actually increased last year like they sold more iphones than they did two years prior because of the new design because of the three-eyed monster called the iphone 11 it sold really well not the 11 pro the 11 sold really well the 11 pro we don't really know the numbers but we know that the 11 sold really 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 well but anyway that's all i have i have one interesting news here to all my nigerians this one just this one just touched me real nice it was just too sweet for me to pass up this one was just too sweet in the oxford english dictionary they're adding about 10 new words nigerian slang words to the dictionary I, me, I'm just excited because me, I'm Nigerian. So therefore, when they add these new words, I'm just excited. To give you an example of some of the words that are being added, next tomorrow. Next tomorrow just means the day after tomorrow. And so next tomorrow is being added to the dictionary. Tokumbo. Tokumbo just means in second hand or used gist. Gist is just, come on, tell me what's going on. Come on, give me the gist. Make you yam me the gist. That one is just awesome. Uh, K leg is being added. If you don't know what K leg is, it's basically a flaw in your leg where your leg is not straight. But anyway, these are just some of the words that are being added, Nigerian slangs that are being added into the dictionary. And I just found this story very interesting and very dope because me, I be Nigerian. And when people start giving us credit, you know, our heads start to smell small. It starts to swell. We just be growing big, big. Our head just be growing, growing, growing. We just be looking like a balloon. We just about float away. But anyways, that's beside the point. That's beside the point. So what did we discuss today? Let me round this thing up and close this out. I've been talking for way too long. One, we talked about talked about the FICO score and how it's switching up the way it evaluates people's credit worthiness. We talked about the coronavirus and how it's spreading faster than officials thought it would spread and how that's affecting diff different industries around the world, especially the tourist industry. 
And finally, we talked about some interesting news. We touched on how big Apple is. And we talked about how I am Nigerian and I enjoy when Nigerian words are put inside the Oxford Dictionary because it is sweet to talk about. But anyway, that's all I have for y'all. If there's anything I want y'all to take away from this podcast, it's simply this. Love God, love yourself, and love those around you. That's it. The only reason we're alive is so we can love God, love ourselves, and love those around you. If we do that, if we do that, I believe that life will be a whole, whole lot more sweeter. And life will have so much more of a purpose if we can just handle those three things. If we do those three things, wake up every single day with our goal being simply to love God, love ourselves, and love those around us. But anyway, that's all I have for y'all. Thank y'all for listening to the Rambling Mind Podcast. It's been your boy Kelechi. Follow me on all social platforms, and I'll talk to y'all later. God bless y'all. Peace.